0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's a story you made up and then you fell in love with the story rather than focusing on the reality. And the reality is that you two probably didn't work out for a reason. Maybe you kind of moved on, but you're still holding on to this idea or fairy tale or some like telenovela in your head of the what if. You know what if, because you've lived it and it didn't work out. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sits you didn't ask for but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new episode of Almost Adulting with me, your best friend, your big sister, and your host, Violet Benson. Today we have a very special solo episode in honor of Love and Relationship Month on the podcast, but before we get started, if you love me and you want to support me and you are in Los Angeles, the end of this month, please, please, please consider getting tickets to the Hollywood Improv on July 25th to come see me live recording a podcast episode, you will get to watch a live recording of how this whole thing goes down you will get to interact with me ask me questions you will get to be in the podcast episode and i will also do a meet and greet afterwards it'll be a great way to support me to be honest it's not really even about the money i'm not really making money from this it's more i just want to test out and see how many of you guys are in los angeles and i just want to start to slowly get close with a lot of the podcast audience It's a one-time thing. We're just doing a one-time show in Los Angeles. So please, if you care about me, (laughs) check out the link in my bio on social media and also the link in the description of this episode where you can get your tickets. It's only $20, $20. You pay more for Postmates. It's only $20 to come see me at the Hollywood Improv, July 25th. I would love to meet you guys. So hopefully I'll see you guys there. So with this episode... I was originally planning on doing an episode about the fears and anxiety that happen when you first start dating someone new. Since it is all about love and relationships this month, it's basically that feeling of wanting to run away or self sabotage when things seem too good to be true. And there's even actual scientific reasoning behind why it's super normal and common to experience these feelings in the beginning, especially when two people really like each other. I was actually dating someone recently where I can only describe him as being the male version of me and I thought I would be able to share my experience throughout the various stages of my love affair but things did not pan out how I expected which got me thinking, what if I got it all wrong? What if the love that we imagine for ourselves where someone does not give up on us and loves us so deeply, what if it's not actually about that person, which is why today's episode is going to be about the most important relationship you will ever have in your life. And that's the one you have with yourself. It's the one love story that we constantly neglect while dreaming of someone else to come along and save us. But what if the person that you've been searching for so long has been there all along, waiting for you to love them The same way you so willingly drain yourself to keep others full, even when those people didn't ask you, which, by the way, don't get me wrong. I don't regret ever giving my love to the wrong people because I know that they probably needed it the most. But I do owe myself a huge apology looking back now over all these years for all those times I was so busy seeking outside validation and one-sided love that I neglected the most important one my own but not only that eventually due to my past experience somewhere down the line specifically probably after my ex and i were finally done after on and off for seven eight years i somehow ended up on the other extreme end without realizing i managed to convince myself that i no longer needed anyone's love not just with partners but friendships too so i started to avoid getting too close to people to protect myself and then when people let me down it was easy to let them go I watched people cry over me while acting completely indifferent, even though secretly my heart was breaking. But I didn't allow myself to show them those emotions. I convinced myself that it was for the best. I've heard some really good people who didn't deserve it because I couldn't love them anymore the way they loved me. I didn't allow myself. I convinced myself. The love is suffocating, it's demanding, it's distracting, it's needy, it's manipulative, it will hold me back, but worst of all, it will disappoint me. And then having this extreme outlook also didn't do me justice, because yes, I didn't get hurt, but I also didn't love. I didn't give people a chance, and I felt really alone, like a lot, a lot of the time. Somewhere down the line, I realized that I was doing myself a disservice, and again, It was time for me to make a change. So then it kind of gets me thinking, how do you get it just right? You know, you go from one extreme where you're so giving that everyone walks all over you and takes your love for granted to the other extreme where you're so cold and you're hurting people and it's hurting you on the inside. (laughs) It's not allowing you to open up and it's not allowing you to have experiences with other human beings that are, you know, at the end of the day, what do we really have except our relationships with other human beings and love? There's really not much else. So how do you get back to who you used to be before all the trauma and experiences that molded you into either a hopeless romantic that chases love but never seems to keep it, or a complete pessimist that gave up on people a long time ago? How do you get back to loving yourself and putting yourself first while also remaining open to allowing people in to love you or to hurt you, AKA teach you a lesson? without getting completely jaded or getting used or completely destroying yourself over it? How do you take back your power and get back your innocence and feel hopeful again? And for so many years, I felt like it was taken away from me and I was bitter and I thought the world was much darker than it is, which the world can be dark, but I changed my perspective. So I would say there are four things when it comes to figuring out how to love yourself it's boundaries self-awareness knowing exactly who you are and changing your outlook slash perspective so we start with boundaries that means that not only do you start to set them with confidence with other people but you also set them with yourself you start to hold yourself accountable so when you cross your own boundaries like stretching yourself too thin and then being mad or resentful everyone else you kind of know it's your fault These boundaries then will also trickle into your work life and your friendships. And then anyone that will make you feel guilty for creating these boundaries that are necessary for your peace of mind, you will right away know that they're not right for you. When you start to set boundaries with yourself, that is when you will stop accepting poor behavior. Like I've said before, a lot of people ask me sometimes, how do I stop my partner from treating me like shit and starting to take me seriously? Well, the answer is simple. You'll never have to negotiate your worth, your value, or your heart with someone that wants to stay. There is nothing worse than not knowing where you fit in someone's life. And when you chase them to prove them your worth, you lost it. So when you set boundaries and you start saying no, when you let go of the people who don't show up for you, not only do you honor your value, you raise it. When you set your boundaries, you will no longer justify someone treating you poorly and you will stop begging people to stay. My mom taught me this for the longest time. She's one of the strongest women I've ever met in my life, yet also one of the softest and sweetest, which is so inspiring for me. She taught me to never stay where I'm not wanted. And I still hold that advice super close to my heart to this day. Because it's not your ego, it's not your pride when you pick yourself up and leave a situation where someone is okay with letting you go. It's called self-love. And if someone's okay with letting you go, if someone's okay with treating you poorly, not caring whether or not you stay, then you know what? You should leave. We all deserve to be chosen and we all deserve to be someone's first choice. But until that day comes, it's okay for you to choose yourself. Never let a man show you twice that he doesn't want you. I mean, not just a man, even friendships. I'm just basing it on a man. But what I mean by that is when someone tells you they don't want you, don't beg them to stay so they can tell you again how much they don't want you. And now they just look at you like thinking you're pathetic. When someone says they want to go, you hold the door open for them and you let them leave because you know your worth. That's when you start to set boundaries for yourself. My boundary for myself is that I know my worth, and I will never stay somewhere where I'm not wanted. That's my boundary. No matter how much I want to stay there, I won't. And yes, it is true that some people don't realize what they have until it's gone, but it also doesn't mean that they're supposed to get it back. So let that sink in. Part of your boundaries is to also make a decision whether or not the person who comes back into your life after they leave, which by the way, they will come back. It doesn't mean they're supposed to get it back. It doesn't mean they're supposed to get you back. It's okay to miss people and still not allow them back in your life. It's okay to be sad over a decision and still know that you made the right decision. When you'll start to set boundaries in your life and with yourself, you will start losing people and that's okay. Let them leave because this journey is not about them. It's about you. Up next, we have self-awareness. Self-awareness is being honest with myself about the fact that a lot of the time I was breaking my own heart. Whether it was when I was begging people to love me, even though deep down I knew they didn't, and deep down I knew I wasn't okay with the love they were going to give me, but I was just desperate, or when I acted super closed off and I started pretending to be the villain in all my stories, even though deep down I knew Those people didn't give a shit about me. But as long as I pretended to myself in my head that I cared even less, then I justified how shitty they would treat me. I wasn't honest with myself, that my heart was still breaking. I wasn't honest with myself that I was longing for intimacy with people, for closeness, that I wasn't okay with the things I was asking for. I wasn't honest with myself. That's where self-awareness comes in. You have to start being honest with what you
1: want. So a while back, I don't remember if you guys remember, but I used to have hair extensions, I think around last year. And I wasn't saying anything, but it was actually causing my hair to shed and thin out. And it wasn't actually the only cause. It was also due to stress and just, you know, life. So that is why one day I decided to take out my hair extensions, cut my hair myself (laughs) and nourish it back to life from scratch. This part, I was not able to do myself. So this is where Nutrafol came in. I started taking these Nutrafol supplements every single morning. I basically will take four in the morning and I was taking it for six months when I started to finally see results. It's Nutrafol it's natural and it's 100% drug-free. I've seen such a difference, not just in my hair in those first six months, but I saw in my lashes, my eyebrows, and the weirdest part even helped me sleeping better, which has been so cool. Neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement that's clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. Not only that I start to see a difference in those six months, but I continue taking it now to this day and I have such nice, thick hair, nice lashes. I sleep better and I have really thick eyebrows, as you know, all thanks to Nutrafol. It is physician formulated with drug-free ingredients. Nutrafol supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, Like for me, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve throughout a woman's life. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tested final formulations to ensure their efficiency. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for just six months. Oh my God, just like exactly what I said. Help me. All you have to do is basically take their hair wellness quiz on Nutriful.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time right now, Nutriful is offering my listeners, my besties, $10 off of your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutriful.com and enter my promo code, Adulting. I am telling you guys, it literally works and it helped me with my thinning hair. So find out why me and over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for a healthier hair. Nutrifol.com spelled N U T R A F O L.com using my promo code adulting. Again for those in the back that is Nutrifol.com using my promo code adulting. So I feel like I've always been super transparent with you guys about my struggles on this podcast with any of my past battle with depression and mental health issues and any lows I've had. But I've also believed that I've been as open as possible with you about how I've always been able to work through it. And I've always been able to get back up. And the reason is because I stopped ignoring my pain. I stopped ignoring my sadness, my rage. I stopped pretending it's not there. It is so important to take responsibility for your mental health, which means bottling it up, waiting for your friends to save you, or keeping things to yourself just does not cut in anymore, okay? It doesn't. You have to learn how to pick yourself up and how to save yourself. And the first step is therapy. And I cannot stress this enough, because that is the thing about heartache and pain and loss, is that the heavier it is, the lighter it gets when you share it, which is why I'm so excited to shout out our sponsor today, one of my favorite sponsors ever, and a sponsor that's dear to me because I continuously been using them for years, and that is Talkspace. Sometimes people wait until something really bad happens to talk to a therapist, and I believe, why wait? You can get to a therapist today through Talkspace. Therapy can help you shift your perspective and helps you find the tools that you need to cope in difficult times. It's honestly a guiding light and getting started is the important part. Talkspace makes it so easy and affordable. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within just 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions. I do this. I've been doing this since the pandemic and I do it even now, okay? It's incredibly convenient to have these virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for a next session and it can help you with any specific challenges that you might be facing, it is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and so much more. And it it's secure and private. And not only that, it's also affordable and in- in-network with major insurers. So as a listener of this podcast, as my bestie, you will get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com adulting. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to talkspace.com/adulting to get eighty dollars off of your first month. Not only will you be showing support to my show, but you will be taking care of your mental health, which is so important. So start today at talkspace.com/adulting.
0: Even if you're afraid of losing people when you say it out loud, so first you have to start saying it to yourself. For example. If you're just looking for a hookup, that's okay. Be honest with yourself. Tell that to yourself. If you're looking for real love, for real attachment, whether it's with a friendship or whether it's with a partner, you're longing for it, don't lie to yourself anymore. Be honest. It has to start with you. So your self-awareness is, you know what? This is not working for me anymore, the simple hookup. I want more. I want more someone to love me and hold me every single night and I want a long-term partnership great okay I said that to myself now I can say it to other people that's how it works self-awareness is knowing when you're lying to yourself is knowing when something is longer good for you and it's also knowing when to walk away (sighs) this is the worst part it's we all think the hardest part about dating is finding someone but the hardest part about dating is actually knowing when to let go when to walk away Hope is one of the most destructive things when it comes to people with a broken heart. Because when your heart is broken by someone, hope will really destroy you because it will deny you wanting to walk away. It will tell you that maybe the person will change, that maybe this time will be different, and most of the time it won't. Being self-aware is getting to a point where you know who you are so well, which means that nothing can break you anymore without your permission. And with self-awareness is when I had to start learning about my issue with romanticizing people. Someone told me before that the reason we sometimes romanticize people is because the reality of them was not good enough. So let that sink in. Next time you're chasing people who don't love you when you probably don't even love them, it's because you think there's something special there, but there probably isn't. You're just like romanticizing an idea of them. And I've had a lot of people come to me with questions about, but I feel so connected to him. I can feel like he misses me. We have this like soul connection. And the truth is, you're not being honest with yourself. Because if you were honest with yourself, you would know that you don't actually know that. It's a story you made up in your head. Granted, you believe this story, so your belief has now made it to be quote unquote true saying it's because, well, he's my twin flame or he's my soulmate and I can feel that attachment to him and I can feel connected again. It's what you believe. It's a story you made up and then you fell in love with the story rather than focusing on the reality. And the reality is that you two probably didn't work out for a reason. Maybe he's moved on and that's what you're not hearing from him. Maybe he is heartbroken, but he still doesn't want you maybe you kind of moved on but you're still holding on to this idea or fairy tale or some like telenovela in your head of the what if you know what if because you've lived it and it didn't work out but now you've romanticized these feelings of rejected that it means something else and when i'm giving you this advice trust me i'm giving this advice to myself that's the shitty part about being self-aware you have to tell yourself things that you don't want to hear but it's the truth And my good friend, Mark Groves, he made some good points about this. When we hold on to the past, to quote unquote, a twin flame, any type of connection like that. Ask yourself, how do you benefit by holding on? The benefit of holding on is protecting you from experiencing new experiences, from being vulnerable with someone new, from entering the unknown with someone else into a potential new future and being present with your new partner. What if all of that leads to failure? Like all of my last relationships I'd rather not even bother. So it's so much easier than to hold on to the past and to an idea of like, what if? Then it is to actually be present in the present and work towards a new relationship. We protect ourselves by creating a fairytale idea that we turn into reality that we never have to get too close to again. So again, we're protecting ourselves from the past, present and future by holding on to the past, reliving, the pain and abandonment and rejection because that feels so much safer and familiar to us than it is to experience new emotions of a potential new love, of a potential new happy ending because we haven't felt that before and we're scared. It's unfamiliar. Like what if I opened up and showed my true self and then they actually leave? I would rather just stick to my what if fairy tale of the last person. We believe that twin flame or soulmates connections are forever but they're not. There's more than one and not all of them are meant to last forever. Some of them are meant to teach us something, what we want and what we don't want, how to let go, how to grow up, how to know your worth by walking away. It's meant to break our hearts so we grow stronger. Some of these are meant to teach you to let go, to be brave, to open yourself up to possibility of real love, unconditional love. Not this term and condition love that you've been experiencing, which is why it hasn't worked out. Not this on and off love, not this hopeless romantic love that's actually one sided. if you just stop romanticizing for just one second. Well, what if you learn to let go so you can finally experience that real love, that forever love with someone else? Being self-aware means that you start to normalize walking away when you're not getting what you want because you're honest with yourself, which brings me to the next one. Knowing who you are. (laughs) When you know who you are, you stop allowing people who are at war with themselves to destroy your energy. Someone who's confused about what they want can easily make you confused about your worth if you don't know who you are. When all is said and done, the only person that you need to be at peace with is yourself. And those parts of yourself that you're so afraid of showing that you're so afraid of being seen are actually the parts of yourself that need to be accepted and loved the most, starting with you. Knowing who you are is being aware of every single part of yourself and accepting yourself because maybe you can't afford a house right now in this market, (laughs) but there is a home that you currently live in and that's your body and you will be in this home for the rest of your life. So the sooner you start to accept yourself and quote-unquote your flaws that you believe are your flaws the sooner you will become confident and love yourself. It's not easy, obviously to love yourself, but when you are fully self-aware and when you fully know who you are, what makes you tick, what your boundaries are, what you like, what you don't like, you become a lot more confident when people leave you, you become a lot more confident when you know this is not what you want. You become a lot more confident when you're asking for what you want. So Again, people ask me, how do I choose myself when I'm chasing someone that won't choose me? Well, here's the thing when you're waiting for someone to choose you and they are not, it's basically you not trusting yourself to choose yourself. You forget for a second that you may not even like them. You're just chasing them so they will like you. It's about you picking a partner, it's not about you waiting to be picked. And when you know who you are, you know better than to beg someone to stay or to beg someone to choose you. It's very important that you pay attention to how people treat you in the beginning because it says a lot more about them than it does about how they feel about you. Your healthiest relationship will always start with yourself. You gotta love yourself the same way you want someone else to love you. So that means if you expect someone else to be okay with what you consider your flaws and to forgive you for your bad days, then why don't you start doing the same with yourself? So next time when you keep wanting someone to, you know, be in some romantic comedy with you where they tell you I'll never leave you, maybe start saying that to yourself. When it's just you standing there fighting for a relationship that the other person is not fighting for. Only you care. Because in every relationship, you got to have two people that want to make a relationship work. You got to have two people that want to put in the work. It can't just be one of you. Relationships, and I've said this before, are like basically a dance of tango you can't take all the steps in that dance because you will push the person off the dance floor you gotta take a step or two then they take a step or two that's how the tango works and that's how relationship works so if you are trying to get over a heartbreak when you know who you are it will be easier for you to fall out of love with someone by falling back in love with someone new and that person being yourself not another person okay (laughs) so Before you put another dick in your mouth, learn how to fall back in love with yourself. That's actually what I'm doing right now. Just look at it this way. You've survived so much worse. So whatever you're currently going through, whether it's a shitty job, a friendship breakup, a partner breakup, mundane lifestyle, or feeling in a rut, you'll survive this too. So stop forcing other people to love you. You have no control over how other people feel, but you do have control over how you feel about yourself. So you got to be kind to yourself. You got to love yourself. You got to be kind to your inner child. That's what I think about sometimes when I'm really mean to myself. I think about my inner child and I'm like, if she was standing in front of me, my nine, 10 year old self, like would I be able to look her in the eyes and tell her that she's a failure? No, of course not. I would love her because she deserves to be loved. I think about all the moments where she felt so alone and no one was there for her. And I'm, I wish I could be there for her, you know? So give yourself the love that you so desperately yearn for growing up. Even if you had a perfect childhood, you must have had moments where you struggled a bit. So be there for yourself. Stop giving everyone else the love you wish someone would give you. And instead, give it to yourself. Have hope in your heart that when you least expect it, Love will come into your life and you will love that person so hard and you will never let them go. Whatever it is that you're going through right now, it's growth and it has nothing to do with the people who are making you feel rejected because no one teaches you more about love than the people who never loved us. Remember that. So take that in, learn from it, and grow from it. Allow the pain to come and then heal. Choose to grow choose to move on and that is all part of your boundaries your self-awareness and knowing who you are trust me i am not always the strong i cried this morning you would have never guessed
1: okay i always like to start the new year with something new this year instead of a new man i was like let's expand my palette And do something good for myself for once by trying new wines with First Leaf. With personalized wines and convenient shipping, First Leaf makes it so easy to explore new wines from around the world. The reason I love First Leaf is because they make it so easy to get personalized wine boxes delivered on my schedule. And I can choose the day of my wine delivery. So it makes me feel like I'm in control. And boy, am I a control freak and it makes me feel good. Not only that, I now can have dinner parties at my house where my friends get to taste different wines that I get from first leave. And I seem like such a wine concierge, okay? To get my tailored box of wines for first leave, all I had to do was basically just answer some quick questions about my likes, my dislikes on their website and then their expert team selected a customized assortment of world-class wines based on my preferences. How cool is that? For example, I prefer white wine over red wine. So then they helped me find the best tasting white wines. But then for my friends who like red wine, I found the best ones that they love. They like more like the bitter taste. So then I was able to find ones that felt right for them. And then again, I seem like such a wine genius. How fun is that? Okay. And by the way, it was so easy to set up my shipping. So, since First Leaf delivers personal wines right to my door, I can now kick back and try new wines from the comfort of my cozy couch, all priced lower than what I will pay at a wine store. Plus, if I get a bottle of shipment that I'm not loving, which hasn't happened yet, I don't have to worry about it because First Leaf has a 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So why not try something new this year with First Leaf? Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash adulting to sign up and you will get your first six hand-curated bottles for just $44.95. You heard me correct. That dot com slash adulting. You guys, I am telling you, you need to try this. Try slash adulting. You will thank me and your friends will think you are a wine concierge genius. I even had an urge to
0: send a text I knew I was going to regret. But knowing myself and how far I've come, I knew that I wouldn't be able to accept any love that came from me begging someone to stay. So let go of control and know in your heart that The universe is building you to become the person you're meant to be for the person you're meant to meet. But in the meantime, that person is you. So until you become the best version of yourself, you're not going to meet what you're looking for. But whoever this person that will come into your life eventually after you learn how to love yourself, they're going to be amazing. And they're going to love you so hard. And it's going to feel so easy. You're going to feel at home with this person. And you'll never have to question their love again. And you'll finally understand why it never worked out with anyone else. Have hope that this person is out there and they're searching for you too because love is not supposed to be hard. Stop feeling like you have to fight for it. You don't. Stop feeling like you don't deserve it. You do deserve love. Stop punishing yourself by searching for hard love or minimal love or accepting whatever you can get. You deserve the world, but first you have to believe it, which is where changing your perspective comes in. Changing your perspective has to do with understanding that how people treat me has nothing to do with me. And most of the time has more to do with how they feel about themselves. Changing your perspective means that I will no longer be a victim, no matter how shitty a situation is, no matter how shitty people have treated me. I always have a choice and I can choose to move on. I can choose to have a better life. But that means I may also have to let go of things or people I may not be ready to let go of. Sometimes not getting what you want is actually a wonderful stroke of luck. And kind of understand that, like I said already, you're never the exception until you are. But isn't that nice to think about that one day for someone out there, you're going to be their exception. But it's just that one person. You're going to be special to someone one day. But until then... You better fucking take care of yourself and make sure you're special to yourself. Changing your perspective means that you also understand that endings can be a blessing too. Thank God it didn't work out with whoever it wasn't supposed to work out. Thank God he moved on from that. There's so many people that I used to think like I was gonna end up with and now looking back, I'm like, oh my God. Like my first boyfriend I lost my virginity to, I was like, no, we're forever. Dude, thank God. He had such a small penis. (laughs) Oh my god that would suck but like there has to be other traits that you have to look for in a partner except like well he drives me around he's nice to me <laughs> that wasn't that's was why i like my first boyfriend but i was also 17 but you know what i mean like endings are a blessing too but until then sometimes the love isn't what you thought it was going to be because sometimes the love you imagine where someone doesn't give up on you and loves you so deeply really isn't about another person Sometimes the love story you dreamed of is really the love story with yourself, picking yourself back up on those bad days and being there for yourself on days no one else is being kind to yourself when you're your worst and forgiving yourself for not having all the answers. So a lot of people ask me, how do you keep yourself from negative thoughts? Because they think me changing my perspective means that I never have negative thoughts anymore. And that's not the case at all. I actually, the way I was able to change my perspective is by, I stopped thinking that being sad is a negative emotion. I stopped stopping myself from feeling what I needed to feel. I started to force myself instead to feel it all because I learned that I'm human and I will be experiencing sometimes bad thoughts or thoughts that are not so kind to myself. I will be feeling sad. I will be feeling angry. I will be feeling anxious. But instead of suppressing these emotions because they're quote unquote bad because of my need to be in control, instead all that happens then a few weeks later is I'm so overwhelmed by all my emotions and suddenly I'm in such a spiraling low point in my life and then I have no idea how to get back up. I literally get physically ill and most of my listeners who listen to me a lot know this. I will get physically ill when I don't deal with my emotions because emotions are like a backpack. And if you're carrying a backpack in your school, remember how heavy our books used to be. So it's kind of the same thing. You keep putting more and more books in and you're never emptying the books. It becomes heavier and heavier to carry them. Eventually, you won't be able to carry this backpack. It's the same thing with emotions. You have to unpack them. You have to feel them. But first, that's why it's important to change your perspective and your outlook. We need to stop thinking that sadness is a bad emotion or anger or anything like that. It's an emotion and it's meant to be felt. We wouldn't know happiness, and we wouldn't know quote-unquote good feelings if it weren't for these quote-unquote not-so-great ones. There are still our feelings, and they're there for a reason. So experience them, understand them, and don't allow it to control your life, and then move on. Stop wishing that the past didn't happen or stop blaming your friends for not being there for you or saving you or looking at your parents for not being there for you when you needed them. Whatever heartbreak you went through or you're going through, you were meant to go through it to grow from it. We never see things until we're ready to see them. When we're hopelessly in love or we're so stuck on one way, we then attack everyone around us that has any opinions that we're doing something wrong. It's only until we're ready to see the truth that we're like, oh shit, I fucked up. (laughs) That's why you can't expect anyone else to save you except yourself. We're meant to learn these lessons when we're ready. Take your past trauma and own it. Know that it's made you stronger. Own it and then let it go. Stop searching for pity. Or blaming your poor behavior in the past. Stop searching for someone to one day come into your life and save you from your past. You must first save yourself or you will never become the person you pretend to be to everyone else. And trust me, when you pretend to be someone else to everyone around you, it feels very lonely. I've been there. You have to first save yourself. Childhood trauma sucks. Believe me, it's something i feel like i don't really say out loud as much as i should but i got stories for hours but it's basically when people ask me how i got my innocence back it's because you know for the longest time i think my innocence got taken away from me at a young age and i think it made me bitter as more life experiences started to come my way and more people were letting me down and the more i felt unloved and pushed to the side and invisible the more bitter i became and I went from being the happiest child that was always smiling, always happy, to a cold person, to a distant person, to try to protect myself. But all it did was keep people away from me. It made me feel very lonely. And then one day, something changed in me, and I changed my perspective, not by forgetting about my past, but by forgiving people, forgiving people without ever having them ask for forgiveness without ever having them apologize. I forgave them because it gave me peace of mind because the only person that was hurting when I was holding all these grudges was me. It was holding me down and making my heart so heavy. So one day I decided to just forgive people for not knowing any better. I decided to forgive my parents for not protecting me when they needed to protect me. I decided to forgive myself for staying in relationships for too long over and over and over again until I knew better. And when I finally in my heart decided to forgive people who never asked for forgiveness, the world felt lighter again. And I don't know exactly when this happened. It must have been a little over time, but I think over the last couple of years, it's like I got my innocence back. Before, the world was so black and white and... I don't know, this one day I just woke up and I started to see everything in color again. That's the best way I can describe it. And I started to feel hopeful again. And, and that meant that having this type of perspective, I knew that now nothing can break me. That's why I'm able to be so positive even during such bad situations in my life. Even now when someone breaks my heart, I'm able to forgive them because I know it's not personal and I know there's something out there that's meant for me and i never thought I would be that person that someone dumps me i'm holding them telling them it's going to be okay i never thought that would be me i thought i would be like go fuck yourself you piece of shit but no that is the person i've become no matter how many times i've been now jaded and hurt i still now have this hope in my heart i walk around with a smile again like i used to when i was younger even a while back my parents were like violet you violetta you you remind us how you were as a child where you're just like so hopeful and so happy and so loving and I'm like yeah thank you because I finally got it back I'm back to who I used to be and I love it and no one can ever take that away from me one day I realized that I no longer want to be a prisoner of my secrets of my pain of my shame because yes I agree it is it's a very strange thing that how people who are supposed to keep you safe can hurt you And only you're the one that ends up carrying all this shame for years. When I was able to forgive everyone, it's also when I realized that I no longer need it for someone to save me. That there's one person who really gets me, and that's me. I realized that I had to save myself and that my pain didn't define me anymore. i moved forward and I started to define me as who I've become today. So then when people try to take big jabs at me, For my daddy issues, for being broken, whatever it is, it doesn't hurt me. Words don't affect me because I know who the fuck I am. And I worked really hard to get here. That's why it's so hard to break me. I don't need anyone to complete me because I'm whole on my own and it shows. So all the trauma you went through, it was necessary to make you evolve into the person that you are today. Your life was not created for you to lose. Live trials are built to wake you up and make you grow the fuck up. I used to think that I was broken until one day I realized that all my broken pieces were so beautifully pieced together like a puzzle. And that's exactly what made me whole. Yeah, so I guess um hopefully you enjoyed this episode. That's all I have for you today. Let me know if you want to if you want me to dive into any of these like little parts a bit more in a different solo episode but i'm telling you once you start working in the relationship that you have with yourself you'll be amazed by the new people you will attract once you know what you deserve you'll be amazed what you attract honestly and you'll be amazed also how strong you are i'm honestly constantly surprising myself but how differently i react to things now because i know who the fuck i am i've set my boundaries even when they're hard for me (laughs) to maintain (laughs) but like it's crazy my self-awareness all of that has really helped me grow into the person i am today and i and i continue to grow and we're growing together and it's crazy that this morning i was crying and i was really sad and i didn't think i could get through this episode and then when i wrote this whole episode it made me feel stronger like making you feel stronger made me feel stronger like why the fuck was i crying Um, Okay, let me read this last bit that I wrote. Sometimes I wish I could pause and hold on to a moment just a little bit longer. You start to appreciate life a little more when you realize that you may never get the same moment twice. I wish I could always remember to tell people that I love them and to always be kind, not just to others, but also to myself. I struggle sometimes trying to understand my purpose in life and my place in this big world. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It makes me feel so small, like I don't really belong anywhere like I'm just an extra in everyone else's movie, like no one would care or realize if I was gone. I want to leave this world knowing I made a difference, knowing that my life meant something. I want to heal people's minds, burn hearts with my words, and engulf souls with my compassion. I want to be loved for my thoughts and nothing else. I hope that wherever you are, that you realize that you were never alone because I've always been there with you. I'll keep you safe and I'll make you feel loved, even when I'm gone as long as you keep my words alive. I want to feel again and I want to mean something, at least to someone. I want to leave this world the same way I came into it, with love. Okay, well, I don't know what I was going through when I wrote that, (laughs) but it is really beautiful and that's my exit note. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful week. And of course, if you love me and want to support me, don't forget to get tickets to The Hollywood Improv, July 25th. I can't wait to meet you. Bye.